Watch this. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Everybody say, I've been redeemed. I've been redeemed. From destruction. From destruction. Who crowneth me with loving kindness and tender mercy. Mm -hmm. Listen to the next verse. And verse 5. Who satisfies. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Talk about satisfaction. Who satisfies my mouth with good things. So that my youth is renewed like the eagle. Glory to God. I'll be 70 years old in January. Mm, praise God. My youth mm. is renewed every day. Glory be Amen. to God. Amen. Every day. Amen. Amen. No sickness and disease shall overtake me. Amen. No, I have no Amen. lack of strength. Amen. Glory be to God. My youth is renewed like the Amen. eagle. Amen. Amen. That's it. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Praise God. What are you professing today? What's your profession? What do you believe? These are the promises of God. This is a promise of God. He satisfies my mouth with good things. Yes. Right? So, so with good things. What? Healing, health, wholeness, blessing, so that my youth is renewed like the eagle. Mm, that's good. All right. Uh, Isaiah chapter 12, verses 2 and 3. Man, you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Yes, you didn't know it. You didn't even know what it means. And you, you need to know what that affords you, what it brings mm. you. Alright? Isaiah chapter 12, verse 2. Behold, this is enough for me right here. God is my salvation. Amen. He saved me. He my He's my, uh, 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 he's my strength. He made me whole. Yes. He delivered. He's my deliverance. Yes. He's my health, healing, my wholeness. Yes. He is my, he's my protector. Hallelujah. He, God is my provider. He is my uh, uh, protector. Hallelujah. I will trust and not be afraid. Hallelujah. For the Lord Yah, or Jehovah, is my strength. He is my strength. Well, Hallelujah. well y'all see how these things are working together? The song we sing today. The question that he asks us by the Spirit today. The Lord is my strength and my song. He is also become my, my salvation. salvation. Amen. 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 Verse 3. You need to write these down. You need to just therefore with joy. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, look at here, look at here, look at here. Are y'all ready for this? Mm -hmm. Therefore, with joy shall you draw, draw water out of the wells of salvation. What kind of water? Life. Rivers of living water. Life. What kind of life? Eternal life. Zoe, the same quality of life that God has. That God has. He's not going to give me anything less than what he has. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And the last verse, uh, Philippians 4, verses 12 and 13. Get these verses. Write them down. Go back to this. If you don't have anything to write with, go back and get If you don't get nothing else, get these and make these. Your, these, are, these are your reality if you're in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Look at this. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound 
everywhere, and in all things that I am. Instructed both to be full and to be hungry, to be bound and to suffer need. Thirteen, yes. Mm-hmm. I can do all. How much? All. I can do all, all. things. I can go through anything. I can deal with anything. I can do all things through Christ, which gives me his grace, which strengthens me. His grace is his strength, his ability, his capacity. Not permission to live in a weak life, mm. but permission to live in a big... Victorious life. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Yes, yes. Those yes. are your four verses of scriptures today. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. All right, we're talking about faith righteousness, and I'm going to get right into it. We're talking about faith righteousness, all right? What is faith righteousness? It's the righteousness of God. It's the only, righteousness is the only thing that's going to please God when you stand before him. Are you righteous? Have you been made righteous? Yes. Do you have his life? Jesus is the righteous through his works, through the works that he did. Amen? He's the only one that could obey the law. He became righteous. So he's the only person that can boast righteousness by works, but he won't because he he's just, he's humble. Alright? But he, righteousness by work. And so, because of what he did, he was able to pay a price for you and me and bring us into the kingdom if we would accept what he did, if we would accept it for us. Because if he, if we accepted what he did, received him as our Lord and Savior, the life that he now has, we have now. So yes, we are righteous. We are the righteousness of God, not by works, but we're or by the law. We're the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! Mm, glory, glory, glory! Faith in what He's accomplished for us. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now. And, and so in Hebrews chapter, let me show you how important it is. We're going to go here quick. I'm going to run through this. We, we've been going through it since we've been doing this. This is our fifth week. Hebrews chapter 5, and look at verses 12 through 14. I want you to see this because this is a condition that a large portion of the body of Christ is in. And we don't want to be in this position. We don't want to be here. And it says here, for when... For when, for when, for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and become such as have need of milk and not strong meat. There are some people who've been been doing this for years, been preaching the gospel, been a believer for years, and they're still not ready for strong meat. They're still uh, uh, um, battling. All right, uh, strong meat. Next verse, please. And it says. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. So how important is the word of righteousness? Mm-hmm. For he is a babe. Mm-hmm. He's unskillful in the word of righteousness. And he's living at an, as an immature believer. Amen. The things that he does, the things that he says, the life that he lives. You know, so many religious people want to send believers to hell because of sin. Well, look, we... If you understand your righteousness, you won't live as an immature believer. Well, he is a babe. In other words, he's carnal-minded. He hasn't matured. Doesn't know who he is. Doesn't know what's in him. Doesn't realize the power that's in him. Doesn't understand the grace of God. There are people that think they know how to teach the grace of God. No, nothing about the grace of God. Mm. Nothing. 
Because they always equate grace with sin. Grace is the power working in you so that you don't sin. Amen. It's exactly. God's ability doing in you what you can't do for yourself. Exactly. Amen. Mm -hmm. So, and he says, he's unskillful in the word of righteousness, but he is a babe. The next, word, the next verse says, verse 14 says this, but strong meat belongs to them that are full age or mature, even those who have by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So when, when those things that are evil... It's so funny to me that people are coming to the kingdom of God in this filthy, nasty condition. And they want to stay that way. Mm -hmm. They really do. Mm. God takes me as I am. He takes you as, as you are, but he wants you to grow up in righteousness. Mm. He wants to transform you. Right. You see, the only, the only thing that we have to be... You know, we were talking about surrender the other day. If you're a believer, you have nothing, only you have nothing to surrender. You're already, you have, there's nothing. If you, the only surrender is when you gave up your, when you asked Jesus to come and live in your heart. The only other thing you surrender is your will. It's Lord, no longer my will, what did Jesus do? In the Garden of Gethsemane, he surrendered his will. He says, he said, if if it be possible, Lord, let the Father, let this cup pass from me. However, not my will, but let your will be done. Mm -hmm. His will, that there was another way, but God said there is no other way. Mm -hmm. And when he came one, one with God's will, he stood up mm -hmm. with a boldness, mm -hmm. and he was ready to face it mm -hmm. with boldness because he knew and understood that that was the Father's will. Praise when God. are we going to want the Father's will? Oh, that's good. You can't stop sinning on your own. That's, that's so true. When you want his will, he'll do the work in you. Mm. The grace of God will work in you so that mm. you'll live a victorious life in mm. Christ Jesus. That's you'll true. discern what's not pleasing him. You'll discern what pleases him. Mm. And you'll only want what pleases him. And he'll empower you to do it. That's good. Amen. That's good, Pastor. Alright? So here we see is that we need to grow up. We need to mature. In what? In the word of righteousness. Yeah. All right? And then it goes on. And then uh, and six, uh, 6, 1 and 2, please, brother. Hebrews 6, 1 and 2. All right? And then he says uh, here in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1, he says, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go into perfection or to maturity, not laying again, the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God. He wants us to go on and to begin to mature. Read the next verse. The, the next verse. And it says here, of the adoption of baptisms, laying on of hands, and, and the resurrection of the dead, and eternal living. You know, if you're not baptized this way, baptize this way. If you're not baptized, shut up. <laughs> you're living as an immature believer. You don't even understand. That the most important baptism is that you'll be immersed with the Spirit and the life of the living God. Glory be to God. Water Thank baptism Jesus. is an outward showing of an inward work. Thank you, Jesus. But you're immature. You're full of man's doctrine. You're trying to take God's word and you want to you want to put your opinion and your view, what you can comprehend through your lack of revelation knowledge. Mm. 
Preach it. Mm. This is not going to help us live the life Christ wants us to live. Mm. He's saying to the church, what was the question he asked us by the Spirit? Will you allow me to be God in you? What was the question that he asked through that music? Will you say yes? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I don't get excited because it's so Amen. important. It's that important to you. And Amen. I. Yes. It's Amen. important. That I told the church this morning, I better not tell y'all because somebody's going to get mad. Well, let them get mad. The bottom line is this. God needs permission to work in you. He wants permission to move in this earth. He gave man authority in this earth. Even Satan had to come to man to get permission to move in this earth. Because God doesn't go back on his word. Man still has authority in this earth. But without God, he'll mm. fail every time. Mm. Tell Look it. your government. Tell it. Tell it. Tell it. Tell it. Believers right here trying to change things mm. with the mm. Instead mm. of mm. changing things by the mm. spirit. Instead of being an example and being a carrier of the glory. Understanding that they're a carrier of the glory of God. Mm, glory be to God. They're supposed to be atmosphere changing. People should be drawn to them so that they can learn to say yes. So mm. God can change man on the inside. Mm. Jesus, hallelujah. Laws have never changed men. Mm. Jesus. So the spirit of the living God will. Jesus, amen. Glory, Preaching glory, good this glory. morning. Amen. 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 Did I read all that? You did. All right, good. <laughs> you see, God's desire for you and me is that we have a change of mind. That, that, that God desires a change in the minds of, of his children when? Upon when they're born again. Mm. He sent the Holy Spirit to teach us. Mm. He desires that we have a change of mind. He desired a mind that is completely renewed. Which can, you see, there are people that approach that, that, that their minds aren't renewed. They're religiously nutcases. Their minds aren't renewed and they can't comprehend truth. Mm, that's true. They don't know. There's some people tell you, they don't, even, they don't know what the Holy Spirit's function even is. God has given you and I the Holy Spirit. He wants us to be able to, compre to comprehend the truth. Go to uh, Ephesians chapter 4. Let's look at verses 22 to 24. I'm going to show you a mature believer. One of mature. How, how to mature as believers. How we should mature. Uh, how, uh, how we should mature and grow up. It says, watch this now. That you put off concerning, concerning the former behavior, the former conversation, the what? Oh. The old, old man. man. Put off the old man, which is corrupt according to the sequel lusts. Next verse, please. And be renewed, there it is, in the spirit of your mind. Keep going, brother. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you, so he says, put off the old man. It says, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And put on what? The new, new man. man. Which after God, listen, look, 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 look. Which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Amen? Amen. 
So how do I mature? What's 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 the what's the focus? What should the gospel do? It should. It, I understand that that the old man is dead. That he still hangs around waiting for an opportunity to come alive. Mm -hmm. But when I get my mind renewed, I won't make room for him to revive. Mm -hmm. But I will live according to the new man. That's good. Remember, you remember what the scripture says. Over in um, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, it says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. God wants you and I to live according to the new. That's good. Matter of fact, we, he's saying, look, I, I know you need help, but if you get your mind renewed, you understand that the help is here so that you don't have to live according to the old. That's you can good. now live according to the new. That's so good. Now, that is so what good. What God we have. Yes, yes. Amen? Yes, he is. Let me tell you something. See, the believer has, the believer has the grace of God to excel in everything that they do. In every aspect of the new life that you have. God didn't ask you to live this life independently. Okay. Like that song says, you and I are what's, huh? majority. You and majority. I are majority. I, when I'm one with God, we majority. are in majority. Yes. Yes. Amen. So you see, see, we have the grace to excel in everything that we do in your business, in your family life, in your business, in your marriage. Yes. In your business, in your health, mm -hmm. your finances, your job. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. We have the grace we to live an excellent life. It's 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 crucial for us to understand the faith righteousness, to understand faith righteousness, in order for us to to speak the kingdom in the heavenly language. That's good. You know, whenever. I, Whenever, whenever I start talking about speaking a heavenly language, there are a lot of people go, oh, here he go with tongues. Well, you know what? I do speak in tongues, and I believe in tongues. But the kingdom the heavenly language is the language of faith. Glory, glory, glory. And if you don't know that, then sit down, sit around and walk. <laughs> the heavenly language, God is a God. His language is faith. Mm, that's good. When, the, when you're praying in the Holy Ghost, when you're praying in tongues, what do you think you're praying? He's not going to pray outside of the word and the will of God. He's not going to speak outside of the will of God. He's only going to tell you what the word is telling you. But he's going to make up for the part because it said he helps us with our infirmities where we're weak in the word, where we don't know how to speak the promises of God. But when we would yield to him and allow him to pray out the perfect will of God, we're still covered. That's how awesome <laughs> God is. His tongues are not for today. That's the devil telling you that. My Jesus. I dare you to find a scripture to tell me that. My Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I dare you. You need him when you are weak. Yes. Because your little Beasley mind every now and then isn't always focused on the things of God. And you start to pray and you got a mess coming over here and a mess coming over here. And you get overwhelmed. So why not drive? Why not start speaking to him? Why not let your spirit speak? Because the only thing you recreate spirit knows is the word of God. That's so good. Know this mess that you're dealing with up here. That is so good. Amen. I'm preaching good, sis. Yes, you are. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. So he God. wants you to know 
It's crucial for us. Look at Isaiah chapter 55. And we're going to look at verses 7 through 13. I want you all to see this. If, you, if the Holy Spirit reveals this to your heart, you'll never be the same again. Mm. Y'all, and don't let nothing distract you from hearing this. Watch this. Isaiah 55, start at verse 7, please. Amen. Thank you for Jesus. Glory be to God. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord. Let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. He's going to have mercy upon you. Amen. And to, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon you. Not just pardon you a little bit. Not just pardon you for some of the mess you've been involved in. He's going to abundantly pardon you. He's going to pardon you for things that you did back here, things you did here, and things you might do down there. (laughs) He's going to abundantly pardon you. That is so good. That is so good. He's never going to judge you according to sin. He's going to judge you according to your nature. Mm, My Jesus. Watch this now. Next verse, please. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. Amen. You see, because you'd hang everybody. Yeah. You'd pass judgment on everybody. You're judged by what you see. Yes. You can't think like me. The evidence that you have, have is a natural realm. You see, I know the power that I have. I know the righteousness that I am. I know that I'm an all-powerful and an almighty God, and I got I, I got plans for you that I established before the foundation of the world. That's so good. You can't think like that. <laughs> you can't speak like that. Watch this. Come on, keep going. My, my thoughts are not your thoughts. And then look at this. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts, then your thoughts. Keep going, brother. Don't stop there. Watch this, man. This, oh, watch this. For as, whoo, y'all ready? Mm-hmm. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth neither, not neither, but watereth the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Keep going. Let's keep rolling, bro. Here. Remember, see, to the soul. Here we go. So shall, see, my word's going to be just like that. So shall my word be that go forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall, oh, come on. Come on. It shall accomplish that which I please. It shall prosper in the thing where unto I sent it. Keep going, just keep going. For you shall go out with joy, and you shall be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you in singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Verse 13. Uh, Instead of the, listen, get this. Instead of the thorn shall come up, the fig tree, the fir tree, I'm sorry. And instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree. He's talking to the righteous. Well, he's talking to Christ. I'm in Christ. 
I'm an heir. I'm an heir of God and join in with Jesus Christ. Mm. Are you living this kind of life? Mm. See, man can't give this kind of life. Only God can give this kind of life. And he wants your mind renewed to this. He wants you to know what he has for the righteous. Mm. He's given his word, his seed to the sower. Will you sow his word? Mm, glory be to God. Amen. Yes. Oh, Jesus, thank you. God wants us to know what belongs to us. Yes. He wants us to know that we have eternal life, that we have the God kind of life, that we have his very own nature. People are afraid of God, and people say, oh, this preacher's crazy. You know, he said that, that God, I got to allow it. Yes, you do. You you have to allow him to live in you. You have, If you're born again, you have a new life. Why you keep messing with your old life? Mm -hmm. Why it. you staying at that address? You got a new address. A new address. Amen. 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 We don't have time to sit here and listen and talk about sin. <laughs> we need to know how to, to, to defeat sin. Because if you keep pointing at that person, you obviously didn't see Jesus. Mm. Tell it. Mm. When you see Jesus, you'll speak life over those believers that may not be living their life the way they're supposed to. Mm. You remind them of their righteousness. Mm -hmm. You restore them as the word tells you to do, not condemn them. Thank you. Yes. People amen. kicking people. I had this little girl told me that she got pregnant at 19 years old. They kicked her out of her church. Mm. Now she's out there mm. when they're supposed to be imparting life to her. That's right. Life, life to her and life for that child that she has. Right. But they kicked her out the church. Because mm. mm. they Jesus. don't understand righteousness. My Jesus. My Jesus. My Jesus. Glory be to God. Ignorance. Yes. My people are destroyed for lack of life. <coughs> now it says over there. That's right. God wants us to get the truth in our hearts because it's the truth that causes us to live and walk according to our new nature. That's good. Amen? Amen. To live according to the spirit realm. Mm. God's in this... Uh, uh, what did Jesus tell the woman at the well? For they that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. But God is a spirit. You are a spirit. A remade spirit. Your old man is dead. You have new life. You have the life of God. You're supposed to know his ways. You're supposed to know his thoughts. Mm -hmm. He didn't hold it back. He put it in his word mm -hmm. so that you wouldn't know his ways. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't know his thoughts. So that you can live like he lived. So you mm -hmm. can live uh, according to the life that he has given you through his son. His son didn't come here in vain. My Jesus. He didn't pay the price in vain. Mm -mm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to your name. Mm. He wants us to live according to the spirit realm to understand that we conquered Satan. Satan's been conquered. That we have, we now have faith. We have an ingredient that causes us to live for the just shall live by faith. Who is the just? The righteous. The righteous shall live by faith. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 
He wants us to know that we're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We're his, we're his, we're his. That we have the grace, once again, to excel in everything that we do. You see, our problem is this. When we don't have our minds renewed, we speak like the world. Oh, that's true. You speak with, in other words, when you speak like the world, it means you agree with the world. Mm. We agree with what the world says is, is, the, is the reality. Mm. But God says the world's ways are not his ways. Mm -hmm. That's good. The kingdom language will never speak against God's word or against his promises. Never. Somebody's going to tell their body this morning that's dealing with sickness. They're going to say, but the word says that I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. Yes. Yes. Well, God, don't heal everybody. Mm. That's somebody who mm. don't know their righteousness. Mm. Well, so-and-so when they get healed, I'm not looking at so-and-so. Mm. I'm not looking at, I'm going to identify with so-and-so being identified with Jesus because I identify with Christ. Amen. I don't, deal. I don't identify with the cancer that somebody in my family had. I don't identify with the sickness and disease. That's the realm of the natural. The, the world wants you to agree with that. I agree with what Jesus did for me. I agree that all man, all things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Yes. I believe that I have everything that God says I have. Amen. Everything Amen. that pertains to life Amen. and to godliness. Amen. Amen. Yes. I believe that Thank I'm a partaker Jesus. of his nature. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Go over there. Thank you, Second Jesus. Peter chapter 1. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be uh, to your name. Amen. Huh? Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Come on, Second My Peter Lord. chapter 1. My Lord. Let's, let's look. Are you you're either going to believe this or you're not. You're either going to play around it with it, and when you play with it, if you're, you're either going to be hot or cold. again. <laughs> Through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Keep going, brother. Grace and peace. Look what he says. Grace, ability, strength, favor. God's strength, capacity, and ability. Grace, when you got God's grace, you'll live under his peace. Hallelujah. Mm. Grace and peace be not added to you, mm. but what? Multiply. Multiply unto you through the knowledge, through knowing God and experiencing Him and the Lord Jesus Christ. How's it obtained? Through knowing God, through knowing Lord Jesus Christ, knowing what God's plan was through His Son Jesus Christ, knowing that Jesus finished the work. All right, let's keep going. What's this? According as His divine power. 
Not some worldly mess. Not something that we can do. Not something that a man can give you. This is divine power. Power greater than any power. According as his divine power has given unto us all things. There it is again. All things that pertain to life and godliness. To the knowledge of how? To the knowledge to knowing him. To the knowledge of him that had called us to what? To glory and to virtue. Glory and to virtue. Keep going, bro. Whereby are given to us exceeding great and precious promises that by these we might be partakers, partners of the divine nature, of his nature. We have his nature. Your life has his nature. His nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Go ahead. And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, strength, and to virtue, knowledge. And to knowledge, temperance and temperance, patience and to patience, godliness. He's given us all things that pertain to what? To life. Listen to this. He's given us all things that pertain to life. What kind of life? The God kind of life. So wait. The same quality of life that he has. And to godliness. What is godliness? The ability to live independent of our flesh. To live independently of our flesh. But people think they can tell people they got to stop sinning because they're saved. And they don't realize the power, the godliness, the power. He's given us all things. He's given us grace to help us live a godly life. So our dependency is on him to live a godly life in us. People don't because they don't hear this kind of teaching. They don't hear this kind of preaching. My Lord. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. Now, if somebody feels not for me saying that, so be it. I'm going to show you why I say that here in a few minutes. The pastor's time to go. Just sit still. Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> my Amen? Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Mm. What are you speaking over your children? Mm. What are you speaking over yourself? Mm. What do you believe about yourself? Mm. What do you believe about yourself? Do you believe that you who God says you are? Amen. Why is it that so many people have difficulty believing God? You know why? Because we think God is like we are. Mm. We think God is like us. Mm. My ways are not your ways. Mm. My thoughts are not your thoughts. No! We're supposed to be like Him. We're supposed to think like Him. We're supposed to... We find it so difficult to forgive ourselves. When you do something wrong and you're in a situation that you know you shouldn't be in, you find it hard to forgive yourself. You're around here trying to make repentance pen, pen, uh, with God. Oh, Lord, I know. No. Shut up. Call on the grace of God. When you call on the grace of God, now you're asking God to let his will work in you, not your will. So your will can be so strong that you can't let something go, but he can break the power of your will if you desire it. 
is to live, to live his will. Amen. Does this make sense to you this morning? Amen. Amen. This is some good stuff here, but I'll tell you what I'm getting. We find it difficult to forgive ourselves. So we, we so we, the way we behave, and so we call ourselves the picture that we get. We start seeing ourselves as no good or weak. Oh, man, I'm telling you right now. Let me tell you, this stuff flies right out of the mouths of, of men and women of God. They, they, they fly right out. Well, all of us are just all weak sinners. They don't understand righteousness. None of us are perfect. Bible says I'm complete in him. I'm perfect in him. They don't understand being in him. And so then you, you compromise your life and you say, well, I'm just going to stay in a mess. I'm going to keep doing the things that I'm doing because there's no help for me. Jesus. Because we don't know that about the grace of God because they keep saying, well, I can do anything I want to do because I got the grace of God. I had somebody tell me that one time. Mm -hmm. uh, seriously. Pastor, mm -hmm. you drink wine, know your business. Well, I, I know I can drink all the wine I want because I, I, I got the grace of God. They actually told me this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that means you can go do all anything that you feel you're bigger. That means that you can stay in that sick, demonic, deceived position because you got the grace of God. No, that ain't what the grace of God is for. Scripture says, shall we sin because we got the grace? Paul said, God forbid. Because you got because you got the grace of God, sin has no power over you. Amen. Amen. Oh boy, I'm preaching good today. Mm -hmm. boy, Amen. You. Holy Spirit, thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. We're supposed to be like him. We find it so difficult to forgive ourselves. We gotta learn to, to we gotta learn to forgive ourselves. You see, God gave us a different principle. Doesn't think like men think. I gotta see if I can find this verse of scripture. Say with me. Anybody know what the mirror principle is? I'm gonna show you here in a second. I find it. I think it's 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Come on, just bear with me. I'll give it to you in a minute. I'm not going anywhere without telling you about this. So you might as well just stick around. Uh, Look that up on that. Where it says when we look at ourselves in the mirror. I don't know. I, I meant to write that verse of scripture now. Here we go. Here we go. Y'all ready? Mm -hmm. Go to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Woo-wee! Everybody say, I've been made free. I've been made free. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. We're going to look at verse 17 and 18. Watch this now. Now the, now, the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Okay, next verse. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. I don't know if y'all can take this. 
You see, that's the mirror principle. Here we go. God gives us a different principle. Listen, look at this now. Please pay attention. Close attention. Don't miss this. You need this. All right. As we look at the glory of God in the mirror, we are what? We're changed. When you see the glory of God in the mirror, you're changed. Let me explain it. How can you, uh, how can you look at the glory of God in the mirror? What is God saying to us? What's he telling us? <laughs> he says, when you look into the glory of God in the mirror, we are changed. How can we look at the glory of God in the mirror? What's he saying to us? <laughs> when you look into the mirror, you see what? The glory of God. Who is the glory of God? Say it. We are. Well, we're in that mirror. I, I, I'm going to straighten that out because I didn't say that right. The amazing thing is, when I look in the mirror, I see myself. So, what God is saying to me, that I am the glory of God. You are the glory of God. How can I be the glory of God? Jesus made you that way. He made you that way. You are the glory of God. Then he tells me, as I'm looking, I'm metamorphosized. As I'm looking in the mirror, I'm, I'm, I'm transfigured, transfigured, and become more and more like the glory that I see in the mirror. What is the mirror? What's the mirror of God? His word. Say it. His word. What is the mirror of God? His word. The word of God. So when you look into the word of God, you see who? Yourself. You see yourself. And the more you look into the word of God, the more you trust, the more the word of God is revealed to you, then you get to know who you are. Amen. That's good. Who you are. And what kind of life you possess. That's good. Amen. Hallelujah. That's good. Amen. Glory to God. As we look, we are changed. You know what? Every day you should be experiencing a constant change to your life. Because every day you should be in the Word of God. Every day you should be in the Word. And you should stop being in the Word looking for something somebody else did. Don't ever look at the Word to correct somebody else. You look at the Word to see who you are and who you become. And what Jesus, what God did for you, what He took you out. You don't have to worry about what He took you out, but what He brought you into. You should see your kids that way. Call your children what you want to see. Call what you, what do we see in that one promise? What is in one of the promises I gave you? Our seed. Our seed, our offspring are blessed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If you want to see change, if you don't want to see change, keep saying the stuff you're saying. Call them stupid. Call them bad. Call you doing that. They're doing this. They're doing it. I call them the seed of the righteous. And they're delivered from all that stuff that the enemy is causing them to do. I'm not going to wrestle against flesh and blood. I'm going to, when I speak the word now, and it gets to the root of the problem. The word of God always deals with the root. Amen? All right. You're holy. What's the, what, what is holiness? Many believers believe that, 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 uh, 
We people tell you you need to be holy, right? So now you're struggling to try to be something that you already are. We need to live a holy lifestyle. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But we are holy. Did you know you're holy? He said you're holy. What is holiness? You see, the doctrine, the doctrine of holiness in the, in the Old Testament had nothing to do with behavior at all. For example, when you study, there were certain places in the, in the Old Testament they were called what? Holy. They were called, why were they called holy? Because the presence of God was there. When, 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 I can't remember where the verse is. I don't have it on my mind. But when Jacob, you remember the Jacob's ladder? And the angels were going to and fro and all these things were going on. And then, and then Jacob says, you know, he woke up from his dream or whatever. He said, the Lord has been here. And what did he name that place? Holy. Holy. He named it holy. Did you know that you're holy? Why? Because who resides in you? Amen. Because he resides in you. We have to righteousness when you understand righteousness. This doesn't even make sense to some people who don't. It don't even make sense to people who don't understand holiness. It doesn't. You see, there, there's... Oh my God. The Old Testament it says obey your word. The New Testament says do the word. Amen? Obey the word is doing according to the commandments. Doing the word is acting out what Paul says you are in the epistles. In those living letters. Doing the word. I've already... You know... Look, I'm, I'm sure I didn't confuse everybody in here. Did I? Y'all confused? Who is Jesus? What is he called? The living word. John 1 1 calls him, in the beginning was the word, the word was God, the word is with God, right? Now, dogs birth dogs, right? Cows birth cows, isn't that right? So when the word of God gives birth, what will you be like? Jesus. The Word. Amen. You'll be like the Word. You'll be what He is, right? right. Scripture says, as He is, so are we in this world. We're made like Him. We are the expression of the life of Christ. Man, Pastor, you're crazy. I'm not living like that. You're not living like that because you don't know you can. Because you don't understand. Because we're immature when it comes to righteousness. He's called righteous. Righteous. 2 Corinthians 5, 21. He who knew no sin was made to be sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So that would indicate that we look like him. In the eyes of God, we look like him. But I don't do it. I'm not talking about your doing. I'm talking about being. About your being. Is this making sense? You got bored and sleeping and ready to go home? <laughs> You don't have to worry about it when you guys want to get home to football. No real football going until 425 anyway. But that's right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. So when the word of God gives birth, 
You're the word that came alive. You're born again. The word of God is at work in you. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. Go there real quick for me please. He calls us to be doers of the word, not hearers only. And he says when we're not doers of the word, James chapter 1 22 says we deceive our own self. Amen? Look what Ephesians said. Look at this y'all. Look, look. He's working in you. He says, for we are... Look, look at this. I want you to see this. He never calls you to correct, to fix yourself. He says, for you are, we are his workmanship. Created, how? In Christ Jesus unto good, unto good works, which God hath ordained that we should walk in them. He wants, you see, our joy is a walking. Walking in what Christ Jesus has done for us. Amen? Amen. We need to, we have to understand the righteousness of God. And we have to stop looking at, uh, you know, if you, if you want your behavior to change, you need to know and understand. If you want grace and peace to be multiplied to you, you need to know the word. If you don't know the word, if you're not making the word of God your priority, you're never going to experience it. These are the things he's freed us from the Son is made free. It's free indeed. Free from what? All the things we just talked about. We're free from the flesh. We're free, we're free from the world's thoughts. We now have his thoughts. We have God's thoughts. His ways. We now live his way. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I hope you were blessed this morning. Hallelujah. If there's anybody that's looking at us today by Facebook and you never made Jesus Christ your Lord, uh, you've heard this message, your heart's being talked today. Yes, Jesus died for you. And yes, he rose again. He pays a debt you can't pay for yourself. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are a sinner. And that's the only thing that makes you a sinner. Is that you have not accepted him as your Lord and Savior. But if you'll, if, if you'll let him, if, if you'll accept what he did, already he's done for you. He's already paid the debt that you couldn't pay for yourself. God's not mad at you. God wants you to accept what he has done for you. By receiving Jesus Christ, receiving the work that is, he's done, his death, his burial, and his resurrection, and shedding of his blood for your sins, he, he answered a call that you would never be able to answer. And now, when you accept Jesus, it's as though you have never, ever sinned before. You will call the justified. In other words, now you'll be declared not guilty. So if you'll confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, I confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I receive him into my, I can confess that the work that he's done for me is more than enough. I believe this, I confess it because I believe it in my heart. I'm convinced by the word. I'm convinced that Jesus paid the price that I couldn't pay for myself. And if you'll say, Jesus, I accept you as my Lord, and I accept you as my Savior, I thank you, Father, for Jesus, in Jesus' name. And if you confess that this morning, if you said that, the only thing you need now is just to continue to thank him and thank him and thank you. Thank him. And the things that we talked about today, God will send Bible-believing, Bible-teaching people in your path. 
You need a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church to help you to grow and mature in the life that you now have in Christ Jesus. Because it's called born again. You've been born again. And when you were born the first time, you, you didn't come into this world being able to walk on your own and talk and to feed yourself and do. And you, need, you had to be attended to. Well, God wants to attend to you. He wants to attend to you so that he can mature you, so you can grow up, so you can really find out who you become today. So that you can learn to live and walk in the new life that he's given you. So you need a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church to teach you about Jesus. No, as, as one great minister of God says this, when you select a church, you got to ask yourself, does the church cause you to value God more and love God more? Does it cause you to value others the way God values them? And does it cause you to value yourself the way God values them? Great measure for, for finding a place to worship. Amen? Amen. Walk me into the family of God. And for all you brothers and sisters out there that's been listening to this word today, let this word, as the scripture says, let it dwell in you richly. Let this word dwell in you. Amen. So you can find out who you are in Christ Jesus. So you can understand that you are truly an atmosphere changer. That you are the glory of God. That you are a carrier of the glory of God. That the Son of the living God lives in you. That God has taken up, that you, that, that wherever you go is holy ground. Why? Because you are holy. Why? Because you have his presence on the inside. Amen? Amen. 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 Have a blessed week. Amen. Amen.